how should we how should we start this then? I think we should just um, say we have a special guest on the show, the man behind the scenes. That sounds like a really too much hype for me. <laughs> All right. I don't, I don't I don't know that I'm worth that much hype. Yeah, man. Okay, let's let's we're gonna do a year end review, and we have a very special guest. Some somebody you probably Thank haven't you heard of. Huh? I was gonna say Cody, like, but oh, never mind. Anyways. Anyway. Anyways. Brian, say what's up. Yo, what's up everybody? Uh I'm the man behind the legend. What? <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe no. not the man behind the legend. I'm the man that supports the legend. How's it? No, there's no legend. Yeah, I know. Michael's like, uh, there's no legend. <laughs> I think that's talking about you, Michael. If it, if it, if it wasn't, no, if it wasn't for Brian, a lot of, we probably wouldn't have recorded an episode in forever ago. Yeah, so. I'm the man that annoys these two to provide content uh, and stories and entertainment for everybody uh, throughout the year. How's that? Yeah, yeah, well, he's also the man that pushed me to open Smiling Co. So there would be no Smiling Co. if there were no Brian Hovez. And there would uh, subsequently be no Facebook group and podcast series. So, yeah, so he is the man. Can you guys paint us that picture, how that went down the first time you're like, Brian said, hey, open it. And Ashley's like, I don't know. And then Brian's like, just do it. I don't know. (laughs) How did that go down? You know that's exactly how it went down, actually. Except there were a lot more tears involved. Really? Um, no, but you know, I mean, you guys know that I'm an emotional wreck all the time, and I'm in California. California is an amazingly saturated state. I know most states are getting getting very saturated, but California, man, California is the best state ever, right, Michael? Like everybody wants to live here. It's pretty Weather's cool. Weather's amazing. It's pretty freaking fantastic. Yeah. So that means that we have a lot of dentists who also want to raise their families here. And um, I mean, I, I'm sure you guys have heard about my demographics. I'm one one dentist um, to 660 population, which is not a very ideal uh, ratio by any means. So it was... It was really um, dumb to open a startup. That's what everybody said, actually. That that was pretty much all the advice that I got when I even thought about doing a startup. I, I If you didn't listen from the beginning, I was looking at purchasing an existing practice for several years. I put my name on every brokerage list in town, and I did my due diligence, um, met with so many older dentists who were retiring and nothing nothing was the right fit and I was getting pretty frustrated and um, and like everything was was getting sold either at or above asking so it was it was honestly it was crazy mm-hmm. and um, and I, I was also stuck in a, an associateship that I hated like it was the kind of place that I couldn't sleep the night before. Like I had pits in my stomach, and when I was there, I it would, I would be on the verge of tears anytime. Like they would tell me, "Oh, we need we need to have another talk." My like, oh, crap! <laughs> Dang it! What do I do now? So 
Um, so yeah, I was I was pretty frustrated with just my whole situation, and honestly, feeling very sorry for myself. I was in my middle thirties already, and and I still had not found my sweet spot. And Brian, my husband, he was he was my biggest cheerleader, and he told me like, why don't you just do a startup? Why don't you build? exactly what you want why don't you create the practice of your dreams and then and then do dentistry on your own terms and I I was I mean I still to this day have so much fear involved with with every step of the way like um, and I told him like that is a huge investment we already have so much debt between the two of us. I mean, he's a physician, so he has me- medical school loans. He has Really loans quick, I just want to I just want to let everybody know I asked both of them, but do you see how Ashley just took the whole conversation? <laughs> She's speaking for Brian now and Brian's there. Brian's there. I mean, I don't see the <laughs> Brian, how did it go? Welcome to my life. People. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So Brian <laughs> Brian <laughs> That was a very long-winded answer, but you guys know that you don't get short responses with me. Uh, okay, so Brian, how did it really happen? I don't have any more words. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, basically, I, it was exactly the way you said it, right, Michael? I mean, it was just, you know, she she was looking for something, she wanted something different, and uh, so then I was like, oh, just do it. <laughs> and she was like, um, I don't know if we should do it. And I was like, why? Just do it. Um, <laughs> and it's kind of been the, the response to just about every idea. Every single thing. Every single thing. Uh, like, I'll have an idea, but then and I won't have, like, big enough balls to follow through with it. Sorry. Do you have to edit that out? Balls is not a bad word. No, I don't have um, to edit it out. Yeah. No, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, and, and then I'd start doubting doubting myself and then Brian will always be like well just do it like I mean realistically though like what's the worst that can happen uh, so you know you try something doesn't work out and then you, you learn go, you learn and you go back to you know we get to fall back on a you know a cushy associateship right like that's that's the worst case scenario where, you know once we've kind of put in the work to become a dentist or a doctor right like mm-hmm. you know you, you can go out on your own you can try to figure out how to make it work um, and if it doesn't work you know, thankfully, you know, there's a lot of people that are willing to take a business off your hands and there's a lot of peop- ways that you can always fall back to something that you're not going to be extremely happy about. But if you have the opportunity, why not, you know, take the chance to actually make yourself happy? Yeah. So what have you guys, let's jump into it. Like, what have you guys like learned this year from each other, from business, from the ups? Let's start with the ups. Okay. Oh man, the ups. There were a lot of ups. I so if you would have told me that, uh, like, if you would have told me a year ago that we would be booked out until mid February, I would have told you. <gasps> we Shut up, you are. Yes. Oh wow, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Congrats. It's, I mean, it's, it's a terrible thing. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome, but it's, it's awesome, a, it's, but it's not. Because you have to turn people. It's an now, awesome problem. Yes, exactly. Um, but I mean, there were just so many things that happened this year that that quite honestly, it it really pushed me to the limits. 
and um, like with the pregnancy, with the the lawsuit, um, but everything that happened ended up being an up. Like even the bad stuff, they were all ups. Okay, so then let's let's turn it around. Then what what has been the downs? Then so we can later on figure out how it became an up. Well, um, the lawsuit. Okay, let's start there. Well, start. Let's start with. So let's start with things that you can control. Right, the lawsuit's annoying and it's a frustration, okay. but it's there's there's no control over something like that happening. Have, has it been than, resolved yet or no? Uh, it's in the process. It's in the process. <sighs> Other than saying like, okay, if our lawyer didn't make a mistake, but that's neither here nor there, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, what are the decisions that you made, say, in the first half of the year um, that you know made things? You know, that, that probably should have been either different decisions or turned into very good learning opportunities. Oh, man. Okay, so uh, I, I actually texted Judy this today. I think my one of my best decisions that I have ever made for Smiling Company was to hire Judy. And I'm going to talk about how I didn't hire her initially. I don't know if you guys knew that, but um, there are a lot of people asking about HR and, and what you can afford to spend on an employee when you're a mm-hmm. startup. And I, I haven't answered that because I, I wanted to talk about it here on the podcast. So with Judy, Judy has a lot of experience and um, she approached me and, and um, she, she told me about her background and she gave me her resume. And then she told me what she wanted. And then in my head, because I'm a startup, and because I honestly, I had no idea how big or how fast we were going to grow. I thought it was too much. And I she and wanted a million dollars. A million gazillion Jesus, Judy. I know. I know. Um, and I, and I, I didn't tell her that I thought it was too much. So I didn't even open it up for negotiation. Uh-huh. What I did was I hired someone who was at a much cheaper price point because I had worked with her in the past, so she was an RDA, but she was transitioning into the front. Mm-hmm. And she had essentially told me that she had all this experience, all this stuff. So I thought, well, you know, I've already worked with her in the past. I know I love her personality, and uh, I'm just going to take her word for it for about her experience. And because she is a lot cheaper, that would mean that I'm less stressed out about overhead. And that was such a huge mistake, Michael. So literally she gave her notice two days after we opened. Like she... Oh, uh, yes. I remember this. Yes, 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 yes. So she, I mean, she's such a sweetheart. I still love her. I still respect her. After after training, she basically told me, like, this is too much for me. And I was not prepared for for all of these insurances like I don't know how to do this and I don't know how to do that and that's why she left that she left because it was too much for her it was too much she was overwhelmed Uh, she broke down in my office and um, and then I hired Judy and Judy had to of course she had to give her two week notice to to her previous employer and um, even on the days that she had off she actually volunteer not volunteer but she 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 told me that she would come into my office and help with the claims because i oh my gosh i was such a spoiled associate well not even spoiled like i was so dumb like i never 
looked at how claims were processed. Yeah. I never looked at EOBs. I never had to worry about narratives and all the things that actually get you paid for, for the work that you've done. So I, I was so ignorant when it came to that stuff. And I thought I hired someone with experience and I got burned. And thankfully, Judy, instead of, you know, her her feeling like, well, you didn't hire me the first time around, like, because she had she had multiple job offers like she oh, was wow. not, yeah she was she wasn't very happy in her current position and she had um she had a couple job offers um on the table and i am so happy judy that that you still like you still chose to work with me and it was the best decision and i can't i can't reiterate this enough when you are when you're building something and you have no idea what you're doing, you need to outsource. You need to delegate. You need to you need to hire people who are smarter than you. Mm-hmm. And um, I can even talk about how this also pertains to my dang lawsuit. Um, but that's another story. Well, I, actually, I, I'm just going to dovetail into that. But uh-huh. uh, Judy, Judy, you are amazing. And every every day that you are in the office, like I, I just feel so blessed. And I know that whatever whatever you say you're going to do, it gets done, and it gets done tenfold. Like she's she's amazing, and she has she has owner mentality. Like she like this is smiling company is just her baby as it is mine and and you can't put a price tag on that so if if somebody if somebody fits all the boxes and and you and the only thing that you are worried about is what they're asking for they they will be worth the return on investment a hundredfold so thank you judy for for being such a key player so that was helping was that a up or was that a down for this year <laughs> well that was um it was both because my down was the we were beginning out in the beginning yeah and um i mean if you look at the people who i i mean i've only been open a year mm-hmm. and we've already had one two three four four people who are not no longer with smiling company four um, people oh yeah one two three yeah, oh, yeah okay so when they say that you're going to have a lot of turnaround, be prepared for it. And and I I think so that's that's my next thing. Like HR, mm-hmm. HR is such an important Oh gosh, it's it's the most important decision you can make for your business. And it's also the hardest. I have never been so stressed out about just managing certain aspects of of people well I, I i say people because we still have not yet um nailed down all of the systems um you so you know how you've read the book the e-myth uh-huh myth revisited yeah and how you're supposed to build a business based off of systems and not people mm-hmm. and therefore you never have to manage people you just manage the systems mm-hmm. and that is something that I still to this day need help on oh yeah I mean it's only been a year right yeah it's it's been a little over a year yeah so okay the down has been HR pretty much right 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the down she, is. She's really good at staying on topic and actually. <laughs> I know. I know. It's good though. It's good. So okay. Next thing. What's another down that's happened so far? So let's cover like all aspects in life. Okay. <laughs> Can you just interview Brian? Stay and focused, I'll just, tangential person. I'll just. I'll, you interview Brian and I'll chime in whenever appropriate. How both you guys, that? both you guys. Brian, what's a down you've seen so far in this process? I'm looking at Insta. He's looking at my Insta right now. I'm actually posting to your Insta right now. Uh, that is a down <laughs> process right there. Uh, the lack of consistency in in and granted, obviously understanding and being empathetic uh, as much as possible uh, to you know, being a new business owner, being mm-hmm. uh, a pregnant woman, um, you know, dealing with, you know, the day-to-day realities of, you know, just being a doctor, like all of that together, I, I, I totally understand. Um, well, not totally understand, but I get it. Um, but the, the the lack of consistency in doing the things that were appropriately growing the practice, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, I've you know her, she and i have had a number of conversations that usually tells end me up, i don't do enough All that usually <laughs> usually end up in uh, us not talking to each other for at least yeah, a short amount no. of time um <laughs> uh, regarding the lack of consistency right i mean if you you know even just go back to the smiling co facebook page and you look at like those first three months and then she disappears for like six or nine months at least nine months to have a baby yeah uh, you know, and then you know, magically she, you know, she starts coming back in September, and all of a sudden you see her practice literally shoots to the moon over the past three months with her even developing some minor semblance of consistency. Um, and so, you know, I think that I think that was, you know, obviously a, a hard situation, but was something that was, you know, a uh, an an actual item that was unable that didn't that couldn't live up to what was necessary to be able to grow the business. Um, yeah. You know, because it, you know, I think, you know, our, you know, our, our, when we're looking at her new patient flow and, you know, people coming in for the practice, I mean, it's, it's amazing. You know, she does, you know, Judy, <laughs> Judy used to joke because Ash did her Facebook live so infrequently for so long. She's like, look, literally the day after she does a Facebook live, we'll get like 20 phone calls. Um, <laughs> And then, you know, and then she doesn't do one for like, you know, two months. Um, you know, <laughs> this month, finally, with the the giveaway games uh, idea that she came up with, she was doing them very consistently. And I mean, all of a sudden now we're booked out to February, right? Like it's, it's um, astounding that, you know, the, the direct response that, you know, because we are, you know, mostly promoting them locally and really trying to push that in, in a very you know, small window of, uh, of land, mm-hmm. like the responses have been amazing. Um, so I just want to, I just want to chime in. I, I hate, I hate Facebook lives. I really do, which is crazy because that's how, that's how this whole freaking journey ever got started. Right. Mm-hmm. right? And that's, and people in our Facebook group are doing lives about their practices, which is so, so awesome. And I always like, I think we are our own worst critics. I I judge everything that goes out on social. Like I when I put a post up Michael, it takes me an hour to write it and then another hour to edit and then figure out like hmm, do I even want this to go out? Like it's like Do it's you ever a- think about like the time that you're posting it in the day or no? 
No, but uh, okay. I probably should. I'm no, she thinks more about whether or not she, you know, got the right angle or the lighting or her oh, words, yes. or, yeah. her, <laughs> her, or her words sound not good. Um, rather than the things that you know, and credit, okay, all of that stuff matters for Instagram's algorithms. But yeah, timing and you know, days and all that stuff matters as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's no, she's focused on the the side where she can she can be a little bit more. I don't know what the right word is. I'm I'm judgmental when yeah. it comes to, you, to me. You, you have two uh, Instagrams though, right? So do you yes. post on both of them the same thing or oh, what? I haven't posted on the Ashley Do you have three or no? Because I just I typed three. in. Jeez. <laughs> I have three, but one is just Ashley Hovez that I haven't updated in years. Oh, and then Ashley Hovez BDS was supposed to be the personal side of, of the smiling co so smiling co basically was me in a nutshell it was everything that i ever like poured my heart and soul into this practice and then but there were things that i wanted to talk about that i didn't necessarily want my patients to see on so smiling then, company? yes on smiling oh, okay. company. and then so brian said well why don't if, if you're not going to be consistent about your posts why don't you offshoot with the Ashley Hovis DDS, which I created, and then yeah. all of a sudden I'm like, now what do I talk about? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you do have an Ashley Hovis DDS one. I do, I do, and um, and I don't know if you read my last post, but no. that's it? another like up and down, right like this business. Fun- <gasps> guys, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> oh, I just scrolled all the way to the very end, and it says "Happy anniversary, Happy anniversary, guys!" I love you guys. But um, um, we'll talk about this post because I didn't even, I didn't even know this one existed. Anyways, let's go back to what were we talking about? We we're talking about the um. Oh, really quick. Okay. Okay. When, when no. was your anniversary? Really quick. When was your anniversary? It was yesterday. Oh, oh my god! I did. I'm gonna make a note really quick. Send you guys something. <laughs> Some cheese. I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> okay. What were you guys going to say? Oh, Yesterday, so I, December 27th? I was going to say, hey. Wait, time so, out really quick. Do you guys get gifts on the 25th and at the same time on the anniversary 27th or no? We don't We do not do gifts anymore. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. That's not completely true. I did buy Ashley something this year. Oh, she, yes, um, yes. The problem was I had it mailed to my parents' house, and my parents brought it and gave her the box like three weeks ago. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Never <laughs> it was, mind. It was just something small. Um, you know, Ashley's a gigantic Rachel Hollis fan, and so Rachel Hollis had a you know a journal that they put out. Who's that? Um, and so it was something. Oh, okay, uh, now we're getting really sidetracked. Yeah. She's, she's one of the like top three <laughs> female um, business bloggers um out there but yeah anyways yeah so no we don't we don't really present anymore okay okay anyways back to back to the downs okay so back to the downs Mm -hmm. so the last i i said was like i am i'm very judgmental when it comes to me to to and i i don't like putting myself out there honestly on especially on video and I always think like, well, I don't want to annoy anybody with my face again. Like, I don't, I don't want like, because Brian keeps saying, well, if if you have a way to to showcase your personality and put yourself out there that is different than any other dentist who you know who's around, mm-hmm. then you should be doing it, and you should be 
you know, you should be putting it all in. Like that, where, and and then I'll say, well, I don't want to annoy anybody. And then Brian's like, you're not annoying anybody except me because you're not listening to what, what's actually working. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think Ashley's biggest problem is that she doesn't understand that with the algorithm, even if you're great, you, you, your post gets seen somewhere between four and eight percent of people, which means you can post every single day and the same thing every single day, and it would take probably twenty days for the, the same person to see it again, right? Like, uh-huh. like the, he learned that from Gary V. I I learned a lot, yeah. But I mean, like you know, that's it's just a reality of the algorithms. Most people don't see it, and most people don't even. Even if they do see it, they don't, they don't even know that they saw it. And so, if you, yeah. you know, it's there's so much that goes through a feed that if you know you're not intentionally trying to push things forward, you know, it's very easy to to not have that relevancy. Would you know by any chance, Brian, how long a Facebook Live should be? I don't. I, I, I don't know enough about Facebook. I only um, say that because, like, sometimes when I see somebody. And it's like forty-seven minutes. I'm like, nope, not gonna watch that. Right? But, minutes. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I think that there are different people that are gonna watch different right, lengths of right. video, and and it's obviously depending on your topic and what you guys are delving into. Um, you know, when she's talking about her practice, you know, I think you know somewhere between two and ten minutes is probably the most appropriate, which is what she's been 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 mm-hmm. doing recently. Um, you know, and I, I think if you're doing an educational thing that maybe a a little longer because people are going to probably be paying a little bit more attention and it takes a little while while longer to be able to, to, to appropriately educate things. Hey, hey Michael, have you been watching any of our December giveaway videos on Facebook? I've kind of been a little bit absent on Facebook. Oh, okay. So I've been, I've been doing like this whole 12 days of giveaways. I don't even know how many days actually. And we ended up giving out <laughs> a lot of stuff. <laughs> I gave out so much stuff for December. But the way that we did it, I had this cool idea where you had to wait for the secret word at the end in order to play. Ah, what if they just fast forwarded it? You can't fast forward a live, can you? After you watched it, yeah. I mean, after you oh. recorded it, yeah. Oh, dang. See, I didn't even think about that. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, what were you saying? Okay. No, you, do that. okay. You, thought, you thought of a cool word and then? Oh, yeah. So uh, we we gave out a secret word that people had to message us um, in order to enter the giveaway game. So so now we can retarget all of those people who have watched X amount of our videos. Um, That's true. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. Good work. Thank you very much. Okay. 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 So the second down was, or the third down was what? Um, my In, inconsistency with um with incons- marketing inconsistency with marketing, which we, if you think about it, that was kind of like a good way to realize, like, okay, we need a system for that. We need a system for continuing the lives on Facebook and the consistency with marketing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So if, let's just say there's another baby, then no more baby. <laughs> Then there could be like Judy could take no Judy already has too much on her plate. Somebody else could take over um, <laughs> on the Facebook lives, right? I would think so. Yeah, good... I, I mean, I think I, I think just having some, a plan, right? I mean, yeah, a plan. You know the the, re, the reality is, you know, we've done amazing things with marketing for this practice in terms of like we've just used Facebook lives and uh, and Facebook and mar- that as marketing. We spent very little to be able to, to build to where the practice is today. Um, 
you know, and if if we were planning on not doing that type of marketing, we would have to have something else in place, right? Like, you know, integrating some better use of ground marketing, inter- integrating, you know, whatever, mailers, you know, something something else. Because literally, for there was times when for months, we literally had no marketing. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was just word of mouth, which kept it afloat, but wasn't, you know, the hyperdrive that we've seen since kind of Ashley's fully returned back to herself after the pregnancy. So... Let me ask you guys something. Since day one, right, of opening, actually before opening till now, you kind of look at you uh, like your social media and stuff like that, and you see like, man, they really like are perfect. Like everything looks like it's held together. How is it? Oh, are you trying to make me cry? Brian, you can take over. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, well, there, so it's there's like a lot. for real, for real, because we always talk about like oh, social media people post like the highlights, right? But reality, right. like people listen to this, especially a lot of dentists right. who are starting up, and they, I mean, we know, yeah, we have to have great HR manuals, we have to have you know our marketing down, we have to have all these things, but in reality, what is happening behind all that? Um, behind all that, I still, I, gosh, how do I, I want to talk about it, but I can't because of parties involved. Um, so that's a very vague answer and H, HR is tough. Uh, I, it's, it's something that you, you never want to have to let someone go and but you also you also get more clear on the vision that you want for your practice and where you want to take take your business and and who you want to have on your team and um it it never gets easier i i don't i i've talked to business owners who have been in business for decades and and their response is it's it's all the same like hr like Letting someone go, they actually said letting someone go is tough up until the point that it's actually done. And then and then you just, you get more direct and things get easier. And then you lose less sleep over the decisions that you make because you realize that it's not personal, that it's business. And that is something that I, I mean, I don't have thick skin. I still want everyone to be happy and I still want my employees to, to really love coming to work and I want them to respect me. And it's, it's always that fine line of, are we friends? Are we friendly? Like where, when I, when I have you do something, are are you actually going to do it or are we like too buddy, buddy, you know? Mm. So those are the things that I am struggling with. And, and I've lost, I mean, I've lost so much sleep over this. And I think that especially being a young female leading a team of young females, I don't think, I think it's harder. I really do. And I think that if, if you, I, I, I really believe that if you're a team of females and your doctor is a male and if he is direct and if he expects things done a certain way, 
it gets done. No mm. questions. Like I, but if it's, it's been a popular topic, yeah, it's, it's rough. Mm. And, and it's my fault because I have set the culture in my office and we started off slow. We, I mean, not slow, but slower. And now that we are picking up the pace and now that, you know, we need to be extremely efficient in our scheduling, where we put patients, you know, like how long should procedures take? What about supplies? Like all those things that we, we need to get fine tuned. That all has to, that ha- that comes down to accountability and making sure that certain key players are actually holding up their end of the duties and not calling out sick and showing up and being a member of the team that other people can rely on. So, mm-hmm. so it's a very, very generalized answer. Um, again, no satisfaction from that answer. So in any ways, <laughs> next, I'm just kidding. No, really quick. Not really quick. Actually, take your time. Uh, Brian. Yes. You as a, the guy who pushes it, right? The supporter, the husband, the dad. How have you seen everything unfold? And how have you seen Ashley grow? Um, we, we were actually just talking about this last night. Um, I mean, where she is now as a leader, uh, as a business owner, um, is, I mean, exponential in terms of uh, the the trajectory of growth compared to where she was, you know, a year and a half ago when it was an idea and, you know, a good idea at that, but, I, you know, an idea and a dream. Um, you know, I think the perfect example, um, which, you know, it Ash actually started off this podcast time talking about it, but we brought this up specifically last night. You know, when she had that really terrible situation at her prior associateship, I mean, it was as as the person who was on the receiving end of it. Um, it was it was awful. It was awful watching Ash struggle through that. It was awful trying to support her through it. Um, mm-hmm. But then, you know, coming full circle now, and you know, almost two years later, and you know, having gone through the ups and downs of of trying to build a practice and and doing all of those things, it's not that you th- can see that. It's not saying that it was okay, but you at least can understand, right? Like. Mm-hmm. I think you know we what Ashley told me yesterday was like, yeah, obviously she would have done things exponentially differently because she's a different person, but she at least sees where the the other owner was coming from. Where two years ago you couldn't do that, right? And that's I think you know the epitome of growth is being able to be empathetic to the situations of others, and you know people run their businesses differently, people do things differently, but being able to 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 actually at least you know, understand where they're coming from. You don't, you don't have to agree with it. You don't have to think that you do the same things for it, but being able to, at, at the very least, you know, see that, yeah, okay, in that situation, I can see why somebody in her situation might respond a certain way, right? And and so, you know, she has, you know, been, it's, been a, it's been a rough road. Um, obviously, the pregnancy, <laughs> I think, literally changed, I mean, it changed everything for our lives. It changed everything, um, for the for the rest of our lives, but what do you, what do you mean by that? Like, it, obviously, you have a kid, right? Yeah, but like, yeah. I mean, yeah. So you know, we have a third kid now. So mm-hmm. that's for you know for forever. We're gonna have a third kid. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, getting pregnant two and a half months into a you know starting a brand new business makes things more challenging. 
Ashley is not the uh, picture perfect pregnant woman in terms of pregnancy does not suit her physiologically well she is very tired she's very sick um it makes you know when you're feeling crappy it makes it a lot harder to do the things you have to do as a business person Mm -hmm. but at the end at the end of it all it has grown her and given her so much more strength and ability to to deal with the day-to-day um than i think she would have had without having gone through those struggles right it's I just I just want to chime in on on his previous previous uh, um, message. So, because um, Brian he said a lot of stuff without any actual specifics. So I'll I'll just give you an example. So, at my old associateship, the owner dentist she she was no BS. Mm-hmm. Like she called it how it was, and there was no sugarcoating anything. So I I remember that. Um, for one example, we had a meeting after work, and I I put on some gloves, and I was helping the assistant clean up the operatory because I wanted everyone to get to the meeting on time. And um, and I remember she straight up looked at me and she said, "What are you doing? You're going to slow her down. Get downstairs." Dang, now, not an upstairs. Wow. Granted, granted, there are it, there's a certain way to talk to people. Yes, but what what I now understand with with her mentality is that you have to be direct in your expectations. Like there there yes, there are certain ways that you can approach people with sincerity and kindness. But mm. sometimes sometimes you just need to get shit done. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry that you have to bleep that out. And and I never understood that until now. So I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. So um, one of my assistants, I um, one of my assistants in particular, she is phenomenal with with patients. She is, but when it comes to actually doing the nitty gritty details and like checklists and all these those things, there's always an excuse why it doesn't get done. And and because because I have allowed that in my organization, the other assistant had to come up to me and just tell me how stressed out she was. Because when she does come to work, there is like she feels like she has to pick up where the other person is slacking. Mm. And it's not fair to her. So I actually have to have a meeting with this assistant. Um, um, but like one of the examples that I, I specifically remember was, so I don't pay for, for someone, I used to pay for someone to clean the office mm-hmm. and that someone was unreliable and basically showed up whenever he freaking wanted to show up. Mm-hmm. And I told my team, I said, you know what, in order for us to save some money, can we as a team agree that we will now clean up when there's downtime so and that everybody agreed to it it was um it meant that we were going to be profitable faster and then sharing those profits all all the all the good things that that um motivated or motivates them right mm-hmm. so i've noticed that the floors have been dingy quite honestly i mean we've had a lot of rain over the past couple of weeks and therefore the floors and the operatories especially 
they need to be mopped on a consistent basis. And I, I'm very friendly when I ask things to get done. I always say, hey, can you please mop the floors when you get, when you get some time? You know what happens? There's no time that ever, ever, like, there's always a reason not to, to have time, right? Yeah. And then I'm, so, so I've been doing that. I've been asking politely. It doesn't get done. I've been asking politely. It doesn't get done. Can you please wear your headsets? They don't get worn. And then finally, this last time, I said, I need to have these floors mopped, like today. Mm-hmm. And then the assistant said, but they're always like that. They're always dirty like that. And I looked at her and I said, well, that means that you have to clean them regularly, doesn't it? Like, so, so now I'm, I, now that I'm the owner, I, I totally get why sometimes you can't just be friendly about the things that you need to have done. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be direct because if it is a question if you're asking something politely all the time, people may think that that is just a request and not a requirement. So, um, yeah. So the things that that I learned from my my previous employer, like I I, I do admire that she really does not put up with anything from her employees. I mean, she has thirty employees. But and they it like the office is run so well at every morning huddle. If you are a minute late, you get dock time. If you are like a minute late for the team meetings, like you get written up. Like I, I never thought that I would. I don't know, want that type of practice per se. Yeah, but I definitely do see where it comes from. Because sometimes you just have to. So you've learned sometimes you got to get real, like a lot of the times. You got to get real, be consistent, and then HR, that's the thing you shouldn't be the cheapest on Right. so far, right? Yes, absolutely. Switching sides here, how how hard has, has like this whole – because, Brian, you – for the people who don't know, tell the people what you do. I am a physician. Physician, right? Isn't pain? I am a pain management doctor uh, who currently works in a private practice. We have three offices, um, and yeah, hopefully, hopefully four soon. And Brian's the boss, so I'm not the boss. <laughs> I, know, I just want to see what you Whatever, man. A, uh, vice president. Anyways, so <laughs> the thing is, that's happening. This is happening. And you guys have three kids, right? So how hard has this all been on the family? It's an ongoing, it's an ongoing uh, challenge, right? I mean, you know, we, we thankfully have a lot of family help. uh, Mm -hmm. And literally is the only reason how we survive is through the help from you know, Ashley's mom and my parents, uh, who, you know, between the three of them, uh, you know, take the boys to school, pick them up from school, um, watch the baby while we're both working. Um, 
you know, we don't even really have any <laughs> consistent babysitters to when we try to get, you know, when we have night meetings or, or, or conferences or things along those lines. And so we really, uh, we are raising our family with a village of uh, a family. How does uh, like a day in the life of the Hoves family look? Chaotic. <laughs> no, nobody would want to follow us with cameras. It, it, it is chaos. You know, I, I've always joked with Ash that she should do a, um, you know, uh, something similar to how Gary V uh, has someone just follow him around all the time and yeah. like documenting his life. And I'm like, man, our our life is is chaotic. It's chaos. Like, um, is it is know, it hard to turn? Is it hard to turn all of, like all of this off, like when you get home, or? Absolutely. Why do you think on our anniversary dinner we were talking about the business? We tried really hard not to. It's <laughs> like poor Brian. We tried really hard not to. Drive there on the drive home, like the whole, our, everything, like what I'm doing with Smiling Co, what he's doing with with his practice. It is all consuming. There is no like, okay, we're at home. Let's talk about life. And those are the things that I actually, I really want us to be intentional about for 2019. Mm-hmm. Like we, we don't focus enough on, on our family. Like even when we're home, we're, we're so tired and we're so stressed out about certain things. And like if, if something doesn't go right with one of our procedures or, or any of that, like it's, it's really hard to separate. Like I, I, uh, Brian talked a little bit about Rachel Hollis, but she, she has a podcast on her own and then she has a podcast together with her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and I listen to both but just because it just resonates so well with me and with mm-hmm. Brian and what we're going through. And it, they, they always reference the illusion of balance. Like it doesn't exist. Yeah. And like, if it's not one thing, it's something else. And, and I, I would love to be in a position where, you know, as soon as I get home from work, I don't have to worry about following up with my patients or, or like, what's the schedule look like tomorrow? Like, are, are there any last minute cancellations that I need to know about? Like all those things like did, oh my gosh. And I haven't even talked to you about the almost fire in my office. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Go Keep going with what you were saying. It was good. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, what was I talking about? I don't even remember. Like, it's it, – if you guys are not following um, Ashley Hovez DDS, I just put a post up. Um, it's actually a very personal post just about more. Retract that. Don't follow. <laughs> no, but – I know. Like yesterday, I put a post about just marriage, and because it was our anniversary yesterday, and it's it's been a trying thing. Like it's like I I would I actually sometimes think about the yeah. I'm trying not to cry because we have a, a cocktail party tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I, I remember when we would just sit on the couch and and watch stupid television and just zone out. Like it was so nice to to just not have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the things that I miss and and that I took for granted as an associate. 
um, you know, just taking time off from maternity leave with my, my older two, with Brady and Hudson, it was so easy to be at home with my baby and hold them and not have to worry about if there were holes in the schedule to fill and if everyone was following the duties that they were supposed to fulfill on that day. Um, and it, I, I think our marriage, like we, Brian and I, we both are very opinionated. We're, we're very strong personalities. And, and when he tells me at the end of a day that I'm not being consistent about this or that, or I should be doing more, like, it's like, how much more can you do? Like, I am in the office for 10 hours a day. I come home and I see my baby for an hour before he goes to sleep. And I see my, t my toddlers for an hour and a half before they go to sleep. And most of that time, I don't know if you guys have kids, but towards the end of the day, kids are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> meltdown city so when we come home and when I come home and we want to have like this this space where we can unwind and like play with our kids that is a fairy tale we come home and literally the grandparents are almost out the door because they've already had enough of, of our screaming boys and then Hudson and 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 Brady are like going at it because they're fighting over their their toys, and and now they've decided that they have have started to spar. Like boxing is like their their, oh. new, their newest hobby. Cool. Not boxing, boxing while jumping from couch to couch. Yeah. <laughs> so, awesome. so yes, it, it's it's chaos, and and if I it's it it's, it's changed us. It's changed our marriage. It's it's. It's definitely tested us. We've we fought a lot this year, and um, but I think that that we're we're stronger for it. Absolutely, like I, I'm still waiting for our our little boys to not be assholes anymore. <laughs> I don't know when that when that happens or if that will ever happen, but it's it's a lot of learning this year. What about you, Brian? I think she uh, she summed it up pretty well. <laughs> in in uh, your eyes, in your words, like how how's everything? I mean, it's it it's it's organized, somewhat organized chaos, right? I mean, like it's controlled it's chaos? been yeah. I mean, it's you know, well, I wouldn't say controlled <laughs> or, some, or or organized is softer than controlled. Okay. Controlled implies that we we have a little bit more uh, <laughs> all of it. Um, you know, and, and, but it is, I mean, it's, it's an amazing, amazing journey, right? I mean, we, you know, are very blessed to have our three boys that are, you know, 95% of the time amazing. Um, uh, unfortunately, the two older ones like to fight a lot uh, and the baby doesn't like to sleep at night. Um, <laughs> and, and so, uh, but yeah, you know, and then we both have our practices and we, you know, I try to be as, present and supportive, um, in helping with smile and co as possible, you know, but, you know, obviously on the side of, you know, running, a, a, you know, a, trying to help as best I can to, with, with my practice, which, you know, is, you know, like you said, three offices and 63 employee, three team members deep, like, you know, it's, it, there's, there's a lot. And so we try, mm -hmm. we try our best to, to make it work. Um, and, Sometimes it feels like survival, and sometimes it feels amazing. Um, mm. But yeah, 
every 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 day, every week, even when we're not feeling uh, the love, uh, it is a learning opportunity. And, you know, we get to sit back at the end of the year and thankfully we've had a, at least a few days, you know, actually worked yesterday for half a day, but we've had a few days to kind of decompress and look back. And it's, it's been an amazing, amazing year. And it's been a, an amazing ride that had a lot of twists and turns and bumps, but it's, you know, we survived and we're here and it's, things are looking, things are looking up. What advice would you give to, another married couple who, who actually a family who are like are at the beginning of your stages where you guys were a year ago. I think there's a reason why when you look out into the, into the real world that a lot of people who um, run private practices have a significant other that doesn't also do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think that it would, you know, I, you know, I, I, I didn't understand it when I was, you know, younger and going through medical school and, and residency. And you see, you know, a lot of these doctors and, you know, whether, you know, you know, their wives or husbands are completely out of the medical field. Some of them, you know, have very sparse hours um, or, you know, do, you know, something that gives them a lot of flexibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then, you know, and then you kind of get into this, this position. You're like, oh, I, I really get it. It'd be really helpful for either one of us if uh, if one of us was a stay-at-home parent. Um, mm-hmm. but that's not that's not our situation, right? And so, I, I you know I think we are trying to do the best that we can with communicating. We still struggle with that, um, knowing how and when to communicate the things uh, to each other. Um, I, I I think that would be my my biggest um, piece of advice. For yeah, for somebody who is at the earlier stages or embarking on the journey, is really the the communication and the expectations, right? And and really trying to understand what the goals are. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I, you know, I, I talked to Ashley about about goals and trying to communicate those with each other because, you know, if she wants a four operatory practice that is killing it and people love, congratulations, you made it. Um, yeah. uh, but I don't think that's what she wants to build. And, you know, and so trying to understand where, you know, where, where you're going and, and, and how you're going to get there and how you can support each other, you know, and, and give each other, uh, you know, ed- welcome advice, sometimes not welcome advice, but be able to say it in a way that it's mm-hmm. actually heard and received Rather than you know the ten minutes that we have in the morning time before the boys wake up and and the chaos ensues trying to have a serious conversation about business, um, mm-hmm. it doesn't always go over that well, especially when you didn't sleep well last night. So yeah. it's, it's it's an ongoing ongoing challenge. What about you, Ashley? What advice? Um, gosh, I <laughs> I would say listen to the Rise Together Jesus podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> is that the girl who Shout says out. like like is she the one who says like girl wash your face or something like yes, that yes i love her oh uh, okay Anyways, <laughs> I, I would say um i i definitely echo what brian says I, you you have to communicate 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 and you have to be you have to be um sensitive to the way that you are communicating too because I, I mean, Brian is direct. Brian 
is an athlete. Like Brian is used to coaches just yelling at him. Is that true, Brian? <laughs> I I I very I very much uh, my my personal training style when I was a trainer was uh, yell at people until they until they, <laughs> until uh, they break. Uh, <laughs> yeah, find, was find find the breaking point. Um, yeah. And it's why I never worked as a trainer for Ashley, um, because every time we tried, uh, she'd get mad at me and stop talking to me. Oh, he was uh, awful. It's all, you know, He's so mean, Michael. It's, so mean. <laughs> it's one of the things that uh, we're continuously working on. Um, I'm continuously working on because it is my natural style. Is And this is, this is why men make such better leaders, I feel. Like, they innately are direct. Like, you guys c- tell each other how it is women will freaking beat about beat around the bush and then we're passive aggressive and then we talk shit behind everyone's back <laughs> like <laughs> oh no awful. when i met brian brian when i met you twice you're always really nice no brian is like, nice yeah. brian is nice but he also doesn't care essentially what you think of him that's like, good he, Why, what? i know well, I mean, I, he's yeah. He's got yeah. like CEO mentality already, which oh my gosh, uh, I I do not have. Like I still I still want everybody to like me. <laughs> I'm a people pleaser, and and that is something that I need to get over. I I do in order to do what's best for the company. Yeah, I have to not not lose sleep every time I have to deliver not the best news. Really quick, what has been your guys's ups now I, I, like I said at the end of the day everything has I think turned into an up right it's been they've been challenges um, they've been learning really really good learning experiences um, and some of them have felt like things that were going to be impossible to survive but you know we've we've survived and and everything has turned into you know, something that's awesome right i mean i think you know i think when she first had her first six-figure month you know that was a big up um and it was you know i think it was a realization for her that a lot of what we a lot of what i tell her and that we see in in the way that uh, the marketing's work and how patients have responded to her branding like it's it's real and it's working um you know and 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 I think that it's hard for her, in her you know insecurity and in the challenges that we face this in, in throughout the year year and a half, to really appreciate that you know the 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 plan that we initially set out you know the branding and 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 the engagement with you know the local community all of that has has worked right and mm-hmm. it all but it, you know it took. It took struggles. It took time. Uh, you know, it took her coming back uh, and actually being herself again. Not you know the non-pregnant person who has energy, who has the ability to, uh, you know, to to be there. Um, and you know, and it, you know, I think I, I remember when we started. I was like, look, you know, this this has the opportunity to be exactly what you want it to be. You know, she's like, oh well, you know, this, that, the other three years, maybe we'll have have a hope. I was like, you know, no, let's just let's just do it, do what you can do. And you know, right after she comes back from her pregnancy and hits the ground running again, you know, you, you put it out four to six weeks for her to actually have all of that 
you know, those patients come in and that thoroughfare, you know, all the marketing, the lag of marketing coming through, like it, it worked exactly the way that we had hoped it was. And I, I think that's a big win, right? The, the branding that she spent so much time and energy doing really, really is working. And I, I think that's one of the, the best things that like, we can take away from, from this entire journey is even through those struggles, uh, it's still there. You know, yeah, and you know, to the point that I, I don't think that many people would consider waiting six weeks for an appointment at most dental offices, and yet, That's true, yeah. and yet they they are because the branding is there. You know, they're not making an appointment at the dentist; they're making an appointment at Smile and Co. Mm-hmm. And and that you know because everything you know. And granted, we're working on this, and this is definitely one of the things that early on, uh, for systems wise, we're trying to figure out how to how to correct. But you know, every dentist and every dental consultant and speaker or whatever will say that you should get people in no later than seven days. Most say you know within two or three days. Yeah. And yet somehow you know, and and maybe we're, we're I'm sure we're we're missing people too. But you know, somehow there are people that are making appointments six weeks out for because they're not going to the dentist. They're going to Smile and Co. And mm-hmm. so the branding I think is is the the win, the takeaway for for me so from my perspective you're right you're right it is good but my what i think you guys the ups are from what i've interviewed right i think you guys have learned from your mistakes right obviously you refined your marketing cody obviously he's a win Um, (laughs) meetups with the group oh so fun made this is wait i'm so hold on jeez okay (laughs) then this has also made your family stronger and you guys stronger. Um, you have a more successful practice. You're closer to a stronger team. You created a whole movement. If you think about it, the making of, I mean, it's pretty strong, right? Yeah. And then a one-year anniversary, and that's all I got so far. So to me, those are like the ups, I would think, right? Or did I – I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, no, I – absolutely. I think – yeah, especially just to just to go off on what you were saying, the meetups. I oh gosh, our community on, on Facebook is just unreal. Like I love it. I love just how open and honest everyone is, and and it, like you guys actually want to meet up in person, which is the coolest part. And then once we meet you in person, you're even cooler in real life, and you know who you are, who I'm talking about. And um, <laughs> I, I, I think it's just been awesome just connecting and like, man, when did dentists get so cool? Like, honestly, I know I'm a little biased, but <laughs> God, I feel like dentists are the cool kids again or not even again, just cool kids. Anyways, so what are you guys going to get rid of in 2019? <laughs> um, get, uh, get rid of. What are we going to get rid of? Fear. Oh, doubt. Mm. Both <laughs> you guys, both you guys fear and doubt or what? Yeah, no, I, I am going to, I'm going to start my, my journal, my goal setting for this year. I really am. This is, this is my year, Michael. I say it every year, but I feel like it really is. I have so many things that I want to get done. And I just have to put it down on paper and actually believe that it will happen. And okay. I mean, everything that Brian tells me, like, 
to do and then I argue with him that it can't be done, it ends up happening. So I just need to just trust, like, I think I need to trust more, Mm -hmm. delegate as much as possible, outsource as much as possible. And by outsourcing, like, um, my personal goal, like, I want to feel healthy. Like, not just look healthy, but, like, feel amazing. So, and at the end of long work days, and when we come home to screaming kids, the last thing I want to do is really figure out what to eat, right? Mm. Um, We have been, oh, gosh, we've been door dashing and just going out so much. So we're going to be doing one of those meal de- subscription things. Ooh. And yeah. Like I, um, I, we've never done it before. We've talked about it. We just have never pulled the trigger, mm-hmm. but I think that will be a good way to just outsource one more thing. And we, we lost an, our au pair, right? We lost our au pair after six weeks, which, oh my gosh, we lost so much money. So much money, but we learned so much in re- in retrospect. And um, hiring a nanny, even part time, even if it really is to relieve us for a date night, I think would be huge. Like just one day where we can have three hours alone and either talk about the business or just talk. No, about- don't talk about the business, guys. Jeez, talk about yeah, something else. No. That's true. It's Brian's fault. Always <laughs> it's Brian's fault. Oh, it's so Ashley. It's Brian's fault. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Um, what about you, Brian? What is something you're going to get rid of? I'm going to get rid of this dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fit my clothes anymore, Michael. Dude, you're like a size 28 pants. And what are you Bro, talking about? Man. Yeah, those are all pictures from uh, three years ago. Oh, no, not that bad. I, <laughs> um yeah i mean that's that that that's for real gonna happen uh get i don't know about other things to get rid of um hopefully getting rid of some impatience if if it's not a hell yes it's a no what do you mean what does that mean i don't know what that means getting rid of obligations that we aren't really a hundred percent committed to like adding more stuff on our on our calendar, right? So, huh? I I feel like we always say yes to every invite. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We go to every single shindig for a relative or or any kids' birthday parties or or anything. And I think so. Um, I think we have to be intentional about where we are devoting our free time. Especially now that we barely have that much to begin with, I think just saying more no's instead of yeses all the time, just because we feel guilty if we say no. Yeah, didn't they say like the more you, the more no's you say, the more yeses you'll be able to say in the future, and the more yes you say, the more no's you'll eventually have to say. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's good. I'm actually that's something you're right. I think everybody should do that. That's a good thing. All right, so what's last question? What are you going to implement in 2019? Goal setting. What like, goals? Be specific. Oh, go um so I I want to do a gratitude journal every morning or write in my gratitude journal every morning. Um I am going to drink more water. I am chronically dehydrated. 
and I get headaches like no other, especially in my profession where I'm looking uh, down for most of the day with loops on, and that puts a lot of tension on my neck and mm, my back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I need to be more present with my kids when I when I'm with my kids, and not so. A lot of the times, I am not able to respond on social media if I'm at work, right? Because I'm seeing patients. So when I get home, that is my time to check emails or to check Insta or Facebook. But I'm not paying attention to my kids who are jumping off the couches. Like, Boxing. I just want to the with them. Don't jump off the couch. That's true, though. That's true. You don't reply to a lot of messages, man. Metaphor. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Brian? Um, More intentionality. I mean, I think that's kind of been the theme of what we've been focusing on. Really trying to to be focused on the things we want to be focused on and try to let everything else slip away. Um, So what are you going to be more intentional on? time every uh, everything but but time i mean the, so these are a lot of the themes that we were discussing yesterday right and mm. and uh at our uh, very sexy rom- uh, romantic uh <laughs> anniversary dinner um, guys but, stop it <laughs> which is which is why they we, we were saying the same thing because we had a very similar conversation yesterday but like uh, you know really you know saying okay if these are well you know we have 24 hours in a day you know mm-hmm. i need six hours of sleep i need you know 35 minutes to go for a run um you know, where, you know, obviously I'm going to be seeing patients for eight hours, you know, on most days, like how do we fit in everything else that we're, that we're doing and, and making sure that what we're spending our time on is what we, we want to be spending our time on. Um, and, you know, and not, and not feeling bad about the fact that we outsource parts of our life, right? Like not mm-hmm. feeling bad that, you know, I don't know that we have a housekeeper or that we, you know, have people pick our kids up from school and drop them off because we just don't have the bandwidth to do that right Dude, but we yeah won't. i wouldn't then, feel bad like you're giving somebody else a job man that's like <laughs> that's my theo or thea that could be cleaning your house right there man Jeez. we support the economy that's right yeah thank you, know, you. <laughs> being able to to spend you know get get home at the end of the day and like you said you know how do we try to unplug and just you know get those we have those two hours like how do we make sure that those two hours are you know very intentional time that we get to hang out with our, our boys and and you know be able to make sure that they fully understand that we're you know we're do- everything that we're doing is is for for them and for our family and for you know the greater good of the world right like but yeah yeah, yeah. all right guys do we leave anything out no this was thorough this was a long <laughs> this was a long recording yeah i know i know it literally i think i'm gonna put everything from when i started recording to now man guys if you guys made it this whole way that's freaking amazing you guys are awesome Brian, let it, let everybody know where they can find us. And uh, there, there is, uh, well, obviously, um, leave a review, write a review. Ash says five stars. Otherwise, get the heck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, you say that your part. <laughs> okay, never mind. Um, the Dental Marketer on Instagram, Ashley Hovez DDS, Smile and Co on Instagram. The Making of uh, at some point uh, is an Instagram page. Uh, it'll it'll turn into something at some point. Um, the making of uh, Facebook group, fifty six hundred strong. I finally cleaned out our inbox, guys. You we did? Are, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> cool. okay. um, and so, and so, uh, yeah, that's everywhere. 
Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next year.